Did you know that Can We Be Real's first birthday is coming up in the middle of May? And we wanted to say thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And also, there's a birthday present that you can give to us, and it's absolutely free. You know that follow button on either Apple or Spotify? 63% of the audience who listens to this podcast have not hit that button yet on either of those platforms. And our goal is to get that down to 50% so that we have at least 50% of our audience who have hit follow on either Apple or Spotify. This helps us move up the charts. It helps us to grow, which means we can invest more money in making this podcast even bigger and better in our second year. So if you can help us reach our goal of 50% of the audience, that's another 13% of you who listen right now, hitting that follow button on Apple or Spotify to help us to continue to grow, that would be the best first birthday present ever. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Welcome to uh, Can We Be Real? Can we please be real? Thank you to everybody who is listening. And obviously, thank you to everyone who's sharing this with your friends. Please keep sharing it with your friends. Because we're just a tiny, just a tiny little bloody bunch of battlers around here, aren't we? Little production company, just being real. I made a Kmart hack that I saw on Facebook. And, um, oh, it's turned out amazing. It's, (laughs) it's a. It's a combination between a Kmart hack and a Bunnings hack. It's um mm-hmm. yeah, and I made it and it worked. What it is is you got to get the laundry hamper from Kmart. Yeah. The one that you build, right? And it's got these like two bu- sort of bucket things that come out at you, yeah. right? And then you got to get these two specific bins from Bunnings. Sure. And you put the bins inside it instead of the laundry hampers and then where where are your bins oh hidden, tucked away hidden oh. in there yeah i added to it actually so i could do that on tiktok i could go now i've added to it but my fingernails are too short because you have to have really long fingernails to do those when you go to point to everything with your really <laughs> long sharp fingernails yeah haven't you you gotta go now i went to bunnings and i did this because i got a piece of timber kitchen bench and I got the man at Bunnings to cut it down to me to size. Right. And then I could sit it on top of my hamper. So now what have you got? A slightly different one (laughs) that's got buckets of cat biscuits sitting on top. 
Okay, so it's a bit of storage space. Yes. Yeah. So I should do a TikTok about mm. my hack mm. of the Kmart slash Bunnings hack that I saw on TikTok. And you added an addition to that. Yes. Yeah, great. So I've added storage. Yes. For your whiskers. Yeah. Whiskers be fucked? No, mate. We get proper ones, thanks. Do you know how much sodium is in... Like no offense uh, to sorry, the good mate. people. I don't have no. cats here, so I'm just trying no, to have mate. it. I had a, I had a random. I, I, you know what? I did? My brain went like this. When's the last time I fed a fucking cat? <laughs> <laughs> no. Can I just say mm. and to, look because I'm with you. You eat whiskers? I, I, no, no, no. I don't. I don't eat whiskers. Okay, good. But. Uh, I get my cat the good stuff. Good boy. My on, guys, what is the good stuff? Because for those of, I mean, not, I'm not a cat guy, but for those who are listening now who are feeding their cat whiskers yeah. and feeling like, okay, what the fuck am I doing wrong? You what know, should they be doing? The, it's the not, way- it's, look, we are in a cost of living crisis, so yeah. I don't want to give people a hard time if they're feeding their cat's whiskers. However, if you can afford <laughs> to feed them other things, then that's good. Are you talking what about like, or what? The way that it was explained to me when I went to the vet is like the stuff you get from Coles is like... Cheap, like Nasty. kind of like Maccas, Maccas, uh, yeah. And then so the you have it you on from, occasion, like as yeah, a treat. And then from the pet store and from where and the vet, what what's it called? Like science something. So there's science Whatever. diet. Yeah, there's yeah. like a few, you know. There's your um. This one's got know. a French name that we I give them when they're babies. Yeah. But w- what I was saying though is, in defence of whiskers, yeah. I had a family cat growing up who lived to. 23? Yeah. yeah. Only whiskers. But you know what? That's like people as well. You see people but smoke cigarettes until upset. they die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's probably just her. I know. I, I was makeup. upset by that. But then you're so right. And you see, I, I always love looking in the trolleys of old ladies at Coles. Hmm. And, you know, they're so old. And you look in their trolley and what have they got? They've got a cake, chops. Whiskers. Yeah. <laughs> whiskers. <laughs> you know, like they eat shit. Yeah. And they're so old. And you go, okay. Well, yeah, apparently fat is the best. Sure. You know, and their husband's in the bottle shop buying stout. But I, I, mean, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I remember our school lunchbox would be filled with like a cream bun. Yes. Pizza shapes. Yes. Roll yes, up. Like, yes. you know. Yeah, so true. Um, one time but what the, are kids having now? I don't know. I Apple. Couldn't, I couldn't tell you what my kids are having. They're having 20 bucks. That's yeah. what they're having. But um, was I on the radio with you? I was on the radio with somebody once when we talked to like Australia's oldest dog. We spoke, we spoke to its owner, but yeah. <laughs> um, which I was upset about. But yeah. but it was um, uh, you know, it's five thirty in the morning. Someone goes, "Oh, I've got the Australia's oldest dog, Butte. Yeah, that'll right. do." <laughs> and, yeah, chuck it on at seven. That'll do. Thank you. Um, anyway, the point is, I'm talking to this bloke. And he goes, yeah, my dog's, you know, 22 or whatever, which is odd. For, like, cats do live longer, right? This yeah. dog's 22. Mm. And I was saying, oh, dear, do you keep the dog inside everything I do, you know? Let it sleep on the bed with you. Make sure it's always climate controlled. Like, I always make sure if it's hot outside, Jacko's under the air conditioning. Yeah. If it's cold outside, he's under the heater. He's got electric blankets. He's the luckiest dog on planet Earth. This is how I've always raised every animal I've got. Mm. This bloke go and I'm like, do you feed him the best biscuits and all that? This bloke goes, he, he lived on a farm. He goes, he sleeps out, she sleeps outside on the veranda. Yeah. She eats scraps from the table. Mm. She, we yeah. do nothing like that. Yeah. And she's 22 years old. I think you'd rather have Jacko. I mean, obviously you want Jacko for as long as possible, right? Yeah, mate. But it's what you're doing with him while he's alive. Oh, that's so true. Cuddling so, him, being nipped at by him. Th- when I move my legs, he bites me. Yeah. Bastard. 
Yes. Yeah, so you couldn't live like that with Jacko, right? No, I couldn't. I could never say get outside. My brother thinks he's oh, such a tough guy because he doesn't let Dusty on furniture. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, he's such a fucking big man. Mm. Yeah, he's got a um, border collie. What a wanker. Your brother's not here to defend himself uh, right now. He's a great dog. Uh, Dusty is a great dog. She loves coming to our house. Do you know what she does? She waits and she waits at the front door until she hears him mm. shut his the door of his car, boom, on my bed. Okay. And I go, fucking so you should, mate, too, yeah. right? Oh, Dusty, you know, she's not allowed on furniture at our house. Oh, right, oh, mate. Fuck her. Oh, what a knob. Oh, look, I, oh. Like, I, I'm a bit. What I, a flog. I'm kind of leaning towards your brother's side here, <laughs> just with animals in the bed. Oh. It's a bit much. For what? But, but like, for smell. Oh. For life. Oh. I mean, you you just explained how you slept last <laughs> night and you didn't get any sleep because the frigging cats were all over your face. Yes. It's true. But we weren't raised like that, Simon. That's what I say to my brother. You weren't raised like that. You were raised to take good care. My father once said to my mother, he came home when they were not long married and he goes, close your eyes. I've got a surprise. Yeah. And she was thinking, oh, my God, is it going to be jewellery? Like, what is it going to be? They didn't have much money. And she's thinking, this is crazy. What is this? And she closed her eyes and she opened her eyes. And when she opened her eyes, there was the most feral, hairless, old, toothless dog (laughs) (laughs) in front of her. And she was like, what the fuck is that? And he said... I had to bring it home. The circus, we're going to throw it away. Oh. Yeah. So that's how we were raised. No, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. But, 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 your dog's not allowed on the furniture. What an asshole. On the bed. Yes, mate. Anyway. What a jerk off. Yeah. I just love putting has, has shit on has, my brother. Yeah, I has love your put- brother pissed you off this week no, or something? No, he hasn't at all. Okay, I just okay. love Because you love him. He's my baby you love brother. Yeah. you got to love putting shit yeah. on your baby brother. you got to love it. And okay. his daughter has picked up on it and it's so adorable. She's four. and she Edie. Just, Edie just puts so much shit on him. It's so funny. She just teases him and she's got not one ounce of fear of him. If my dad lost his temper, we were so scared. If her dad, I've seen him lose his temper once and it was at my mum who was so being so annoying and he... He was doing something on his laptop. Now, now mum's getting... Oh, she's so painful. <laughs> and he was doing something on his laptop for her on um, on uh, MyGov. And she's going, well, be careful. Well, don't, well, don't get it... What was she saying to him? Don't get it shut down or something <laughs> ridiculous. Like, you can't shut down MyGov, mum. But he's being so patient. He's going, no, no, I won't. I won't. And then she goes, and then after that, when you're finished with that, you, can you fix my iPad? It's broken. It won't send emails. And, oh, he's just went... Well, one thing at a time. That's as much as he's ever lost his temper in his whole life, right? One thing at a time. And then Edie, we just waited one minute, and she looked at my mum and she goes, Oi, Nan, tell him two things again. (laughs) 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 She's so cute. She's so naughty. And she's just like, put shit on him. Put shit on him. Four years old. Four years old. Love it. I don't know where she gets it. Um, How did we get here? We start. Kmart hacks. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, I'm going to make a TikTok, but I've got to get my nails done yes. first. And don't buy whiskers. Keep an eye out for that. Have you guys heard that Britney Spears' sons are moving to Hawaii? I have not. Well, it's happening. And look, it was a big drama um, because what are they called? Jade. Jaden, I think, and uh, that sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah, thank you, Matthew. You do it. You're better. You're faster. Jaden Spears. Jaden, no, no, they're Federlines. 
Oh, Fed Lines, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the Fed Line days. Yeah, Jaden and Sean. Sean. And, um, like, they've virtually grown up. They're in their late. They're just so. I know. They're just so. I know. Brisbane. Yes, right. Britney Spears grew up in Brisbane and had a couple of kids. Uh, It's like Pamela and Tommy's kids are are, um, Brandon and. and Dylan, like they're the names yeah. of the characters from Beverly Hills 90210, <laughs> literally. <laughs> anyway, so these ones, Jaden and Sean, um, <laughs> Federline, they are moving to Hawaii with their dad, um, Kevin Federline. Kevin. K-Fed. K-Fed. Of course, K-Fed, right? Cause, and he hasn't worked a day in his life since he danced in one video for her. Sure. And then she fell in love with him and he knocked her up twice and that was that for K-Fed. And um, so since then she's been paying him, you know, child support and he's raised the boys and very well by all accounts. Lovely children. And so then they just said recently, pretty much since she was taken off the hold or whatever it was. Ever since From she's, Dad? Yeah, ever since she's been allowed out. Yeah. Uh, the kids have gone, well, where, where, can we go then? Because she is really annoying. Like, ever since she's been allowed to just come over whenever she wants. And get her on Instagram. She, yeah, she's really gotten on their tits. And so they've said, um, well, we're going to move to Hawaii. And because she's still paying for them, she she put in a court order and stuff and said, can you not? Can you not take my kids to Hawaii? And then they all said, we, we want to go. And they won. And so they're all moving to Hawaii and she still has to pay all the bills. She's not right. happy about it. How do you feel when your kids want to move? Away from you. Away from you. Yeah. Like, you know, like a long, like over an ocean. Mm. away from you. That's that's a hard feeling, isn't mm. it? Um, it's like a friend of mine said once, you know how people always say, oh, you know, I go to the old age home to visit my nan and there's people in there that no one ever comes to see. Yeah, it's really sad. And she said, there's a reason. Well, that's true. <laughs> and it's sad. It's because sad. That, because they, you know, did things to yeah. cause that scenario. I never thought of it that way until but she said we, that. don't we all go through periods where we want to get uh, as far away from our families for a period of time. Like, I mean, isn't this? Could this be just that they're at that age where you know, like when we were, you know, yeah. in our early twenties? The last thing you want to do is be close to mum and dad. You're like, fuck. You've been great. I need to get the fuck away from <laughs> it's you. It's been great. Listen, it's been great. Yeah. Thanks for teaching me how to walk in that. But yeah. I really <laughs> need a five year gap. <laughs> Don't you? I mean, but they're going with their dad, and yeah. they've hardly seen their mum their entire lives. And it is literally ever since she got her freedom mm. that they've gone. Um, you know what? LA is getting a bit old. So, what do you think it is? That they're just a bit scared of mum. Yeah, mm. I do think so. I and I think. Look, this is going to be a very unpopular opinion, but I think with good reason. I think that since she has gained her freedom, I don't think it's been what was hoped for her. With the whole Free Britney campaign. Yes. I mean, I I don't think her mental health is at a place that it was hoped it would be at. Does that make sense? I'm I'm saying too many words because I'm nervous about it. But I, I think that... I'm troubled by her videos on on social media. Yes. Yeah, so am I. And, and like, uh, whenever I see them come up, you kind of think, "Oh, okay, um, mm. this is not the Britney Spears that we grew up with." This no, is, and that's is- okay. You're allowed to change. But she she was so articulate when she spoke about her life during the conservatorship and how how she felt and what she wanted for her life and what she hoped for her life at mm-hmm. that time mm-hmm. that she had that overturned. But then since then, it doesn't feel as though she's been realising the dreams that she talked about. Mm-hmm. And 
it, it she doesn't seem that uh, articulate since that that point. And the videos are troubling me. Hmm. It, it, it doesn't. And I remember at the time when the conservatorship was overturned, a member of her family made a prediction. Um, okay, well, she's going to start posing nude and she's going to start acting erratically and within five years she'll be dead. And she certainly has done the first two. And now her sons are moving away. And she has written on social media things about, you know, I love you and I wish things were different. And she's written things about being... Um, you know, not in a con, not not in contact with her children, but not in the relationship that she would want to have with them. What gets her to this point, as far as this mental state? Is it the way that she was? Is, is it being a celebrity at that level? That's such a good question. I don't know because, like, because this happens to a lot of celebrities where they get they go off the rails. They go yeah. to the point where they, you know, and then they end up dead. It's a weird. It's a weird life. I don't think we can understand at all. No. Nah. Yeah. I think there's, you know, that handful of people on the planet who can who can really understand it. It's like and that, Britney Spears is pretty much one of the biggest names on the planet. Yeah, and then add to that the specifics of your life. You yeah. know, it's like that Michael Jackson documentary podcast I was telling you about. It really, it's so good about talking about like the the weirdness of fame at that level is so crushing and so isolating. And then add to that the specifics of a person's life. And in his case, you know, he was um, abused by his father as a child. Like the violence of his childhood was so excessive Mm. and all of those things. Everything together. All of that together creates, who knows what it creates until it does, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think she's a similar case. Yeah, fame and her lifestyle growing up and what she went through. The combination is. And the conservatorship. Yeah. And... Yeah, all of those those things, having those babies so young. Like that famous night that she went on that terrible rampage, mm. um, shaved her head, head yep. attacked the paps with the umbrellas and all that. Now we know that that was very soon after she lost custody of her children mm-hmm. and that night she drove over to KFED's house wanting to see her babies and they said no. Mm. So that was obviously what happened that night. Yep. She had a meltdown about that, mm. about not being able to see her babies, and they were still little, little babies. Which is warranted. Oh, my God, the and trauma. That's what, of- and that's probably that's probably what any mother would do. Absolutely. But it's just not documented. No, no, nobody knew how I mean, not how, everyone's shaving their head or all that, but the, the, the outrage. Yeah. Obviously, obviously the, the outrage is there, documented, and she's provoked by the, the paparazzi. And then being followed around and photographed and people screaming, Brittany, Brittany, screaming things at her to make her try and make her do something crazy that they yep. could photograph. Hmm. Like, to make money. No, ma- no wonder your brain just cracked into a million pieces. Mm. Then she's been medicated for how many years? Like, who knows on what? You know? Like, mm. unfortunately, it is one of those things that we'll probably but then, know the true story 30 years from now. Well, you know, the, the, the kids, what do they do? They, I mean, they, they stay there or they go because they they want to have some kind of life. Yeah. And I think for all his and faults. I, I, I kind of get why they're having to do that. For all his faults, I think he has raised them pretty quietly and peacefully and they seem to have lived a life and gone to school and done all that stuff. And now that it's everything's firing up again, he's removing them from it. So who has to take care of her? I don't know. I Because mean, someone has to take care of her right now, right? I, yeah. 
uh, yeah. So who is that person? She said she's back in touch with her mum. She posted um, maybe two weeks ago that um, there was a knock at her door and she opened the door and there was the beautiful face of my mother. And that was the first time she'd seen her mum since the conservatorship was lifted. Mm-hmm. So at least she's back in touch with her family. Mm. Because remember, she was posting all that really ugly stuff about her sister and her mum and, and her dad, obviously. So hopefully she'll get some kind of, you know, relationship going with her parents again because I, I, don't, I don't know. who Again, it's like we were saying, you know, in an earlier episode about none of us really knows what's going on, but I don't think she's doing great on her own. Mm. It's not the impression I'm getting. And like you mentioned with that five-year timeline yeah. if this if the first few things are happening mm. the last thing anyone wants to see is her end up dead yeah well her her autobiography is coming out soon it's supposed to be out already but Justin Timberlake and Colin Farrell stalled it because of what she had written in there about her relationships with both of those mm. guys mm-hmm. they took out legal action and they've I don't know going back through it to um re-edit it so I guess we'll find out more about what she says is going on in her life then but I just don't think it was – I don't think it's the dream that the Free Britney people had. Totally. Which is fine. She doesn't have to be anyone else's dream, you know, as long as she's surviving and she's doing better than she was before. And, and you know, this, this could go on for a while. But mm. the conservatorship, which I don't really understand, but how, how common are those types of scenarios where – They're more common in elderly people. Right. In in people's lives. It's just about saying... You need it. Yeah, well, does anyone... This is the, always the argument, you know, it's like, do I need it? Can mm. I take care of myself? Mm-hmm. It's when a family says, or lawyers or whoever say, no, you can't, so we're stepping in to take care of all of your affairs and treat you like a child, basically, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. to take your adult rights away from you. It, mm-hmm. It's more common in the States with elderly people. Mm. Yeah, than what happened to... But they tried to do it to Courtney Love, famously. She Mm. very narrowly escaped a conservatorship with the same lawyers that Britney was with. Should she be back in the conservatorship? I would never say that because she was very unhappy in that situation. She says it was very abusive. But I think you're right. I think... Some kind of care. Yeah. What What is that? What is that care? What is that level of care? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. And now she'll be so distrustful you know that's the other issue because she's lived through that she'll be and would so, have been told this is what you need this is what you need oh, yeah totally so now she'll be so distrustful of any kind of therapeutic environment or any hmm. caring environment too so yeah but it's sad when your children want to move away from you that's really yeah. sad isn't it Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, secrets and sparkles. Great. Cheers. Cheers. Now, if you have a secret you'd like to share it with Michelle, you know what you need to do. Just go to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page and click on the link tree. You can share it there. And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. Thanks, guys. Let's get into today's first secret. I'm 42. I have two children um, to an absolute jerk who I'm no longer with. I met a guy who has turned out to be amazing uh, through a friend of a friend. The only problem is he's 25. When we're together, the age cap doesn't really matter. Um, Nothing we've noticed. He's not someone who's wanted to get married and have kids. No idea where it's heading. But do I have a moral responsibility to end this or just enjoy it for what, what it is and how long it is? Oh my god, of course. Just go for it. That's that is not a problem. Forty two twenty five. Yeah. It doesn't that's even seem fabulous. That seems just normal, isn't I, it? I think so. That's not that big an age gap. No, but you know, I just I think that's just such a female perspective. Just oh, shouldn't I feel guilty? Am I doing something wrong? Shouldn't I feel bad? And and maybe just not used to things going right and feeling right and feeling nice and great and God. I tell you what, if COVID taught us anything, didn't mm. it teach us that who knows what is around the yeah. corner? So rip into the 25-year-old. Rip <laughs> into him. Yes. Oh, how lovely. I'm jealous. Wonderful. You're not taking advantage. A man's brain's developed at 25. Thank you, Matthew. Well said. Yes, he's not a child. He can make up yeah. his own mind about what totally. he wants to be doing and who he wants to be doing. Yeah. God, lucky duck. Lucky duck. So yes. that is getting filed under... Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, now, you uh, have a, a bit of this vibe happening. Mm. Mm. Oh, this vibe we've been talking about. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. As, as often as I can. As often as you can. Yeah. And uh, and is it something that like you you've you've now got like an age window that you like, like as far as. You don't want to go too old because they're oh, they're the boring fucks, not, right? Oh yeah, they're the boring fuckers. So the twenty five year olds, they're in the sweet spot. They're, yeah, yeah, they're twenty five to thirty. Yeah, look, twenty five's the the low end of the sweet spot. I'd say twenty five to forty two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll blow it out to forty two. Yeah. Um, for the right person, <laughs> <laughs> if they're good with it. Yeah. You've got to be good with it because you've got to be youthful with it. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I'm 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 thirty eight, right? Mm. So I'm not, I'm not trying to check if I fit in. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I'm, I'm trying to find out, like, when do men get a bit boring? Because am I about mm. to get fucking boring? Or maybe I already am. But like, no. Wh- no. What, what age do we get a bit fucking dull? Oh, um, <laughs> look, it can happen. It can come on quite young, Simon. Can it? Um, no, look, but we do have a thing. My brother um, started running marathons last year and my daughter and I had a joke about how we think, because he's seven years younger than me, and we we're thinking, oh, once they once they can see 50 over the horizon, they either become alcoholic or take up running. Yeah, so running's a good option, at least. Oh, well, well, it's, it's better. It's <laughs> yeah, better. it's probably the better of the two, but yeah. it's still boring. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, de- it depends. 
50, yeah, 50, no one my age is, no. Because you, you, you've said before on the podcast they get kind of miserable. Miserable. And they whinge a lot All and All they grumpy talk about and... is being 60 as well. It's like you're only you're in your late 40s. Oh, yeah, but, you, you know. When you hit 60. Next thing is 60. You're... Yeah, but no, but it's not, though. Yeah. It's like, so they're, they're obsessed with being 60 even though they're like in their late 40s. So that's boring. And can I tell you, there's a lot of sexual malfunction, Simon. Um, this is not an intervention, <laughs> but, but why, why did you have to throw my name? No, into no, that? no, because I'm seeing being serious. There is a lot of sexual <laughs> malfunction in men in their in their late forties and on. Yeah. Now you're aware of that, surely. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you don't speak to a lot. Do men talk about this stuff? Uh, well, what do you mean by a sexual misfunction? Like as in the old boner not coming up? Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't had that yet, but I'm, I'm sure it's something that will happen you as you get older. chat about it amongst yourselves? Is well, there not, any that's chat? What I mean, not, I mean my, I'm hanging out with people in their 30s. Yeah, right. So if I'm having those kind of conversations in my th- but I'm, you know, I'm the kind of person that if it starts to happen, I'd probably, you know, Matt and I can start talking about it, if yeah, that's okay gross. with the HR department. Yeah, well, get, get Danny on the phone. We're just going to have to patch her in from now on. Yeah, Just patch her in Bring from the Bring her record. in on the roadcaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, yeah, maybe there's not enough chat about it. And right, and what should there be? Like, how should men approach it? Because it is, it's, it's, it's probably, it's, it's conf- like men are not good at talking about a lot of different things, yeah. and that's probably something that men don't like talking about because of the fact that it's your manhood and you're yes. supposed to be tough and get that shit right. And I'm sure, look, I don't know. I've got enough on me bloody plate, mate. I don't know. <laughs> like, so yeah, you want to, you want to just, just sort their own shit out. Yeah. Like, so you want a guy that that has, uh, you know, an erect penis. Yeah. <laughs> is that too much to ask for? You know. No, just right. a bloke who can take care of his own business and yep. it not be my problem. Sure. That's, I mean, you know. Well, there's Viagra out there. Oh, God, I fucking hate that. Oh, okay, explain I can't that, stand I, it. What, I've never tried it. What's it oh, like? Firstly, you always know. like, And a lot of young guys take Viagra when they don't need to. I think they think hmm. it's impressive. Like, when you're with someone and he's still got a boner three hours later, you're like, Oh God, <laughs> that's not impressive. And and obviously, are they I walking know, around? Yeah, yeah. Oh well, they haven't got much choice really after a while. And it's like, well, obviously, I know. Like mm. that's not human. Mm. That's not normal. No. That doesn't make you seem amazing. Sure, it makes you seem like a twenty-eight-year-old who's taken a Viagra. You fucking idiot. Yeah. Why would you do that? That's just really dull. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, but you did say twenty-eight. But they do. And I mean, you know that. M- yeah. Us men, it really doesn't click in the whole brain thing yeah. until about thirty-eight. Fuck. So that. really, there's a lot of time there where we're just doing some dumb shit. Yeah, you're right. There's a real the window's narrowing, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but then you do, but then you know, you do, you meet a lot of blokes around that age, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, who are just super fun, great, no dramas. But I guess it's an insecurity thing when sometimes when people just take Viagra and they're so young, you're like, mm. it's not meant for you, you know. It's been for saddos my age, like. Sato's your age. Yeah. You're 50. Exactly. You're and in the prime. I'm not dating them. That's what I'm saying. Like, not for me. It's not meant for me. The 50-year-old men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, so let's not even worry about them. You don't need Viagra. Mm. You know what I mean? But yep. there's this thing out there where they go, oh, I'm going to give it a go. Impress her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not impressive, mate. It's not fun. Nothing's fun for three hours. Mm. Nothing. No. A good, you know, 20 minutes. Well, I'm not saying... No, I just want to work out the timing of like... Where, no, what, I'm just what, what's saying the, what's no the, what's... one thing for three hours. Do you know what I mean? Like, no one thing for three hours. I want a bit of 
ebb foreplay. And, yeah, a bit of ebb and flow. So what? Oh, fucking okay. By the way, three hours. You mean th- three hours? I'm just saying Viagra too No one's much. going for three hours. Viagra sometimes they just... No, but like no one's doing it for three hours, even with Viagra. They, oh, oh mate, I... Simon. <laughs> anyway. No. Oh, Michelle. Who is rooting for three hours? Who isn't? Who is? What are you talking about? Fuck. Oh, my God. Once don't... again, a lot of work. Three hours of rooting. Yeah, but you're joking. No. <laughs> you're joking. If you, mate, you think it's normal that everyone is rooting for three hours. I don't think everyone is all the time, but I'm saying like I've never rooted for three hours. Not even in Perth when there were three other people there. That would have been two minutes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Mate, three hours. Yeah. I was 21, mate. It's okay. We all have our time. Yeah, obviously, but not yeah. even three hours when you were 21. No one is doing it for three hours. And if you, you are doing mean? it for three hours, that you are a bloody... You can have a break for a club sandwich. I mean, I'm not saying... You oh, have hang to... on. Okay. So yeah, like I'm you're, saying you're, a you're session. Not, you're not doing a three-hour no, route. I'm thinking, exactly fucking Jesus No, that's exactly what I'm saying. Jesus no, I'm Christ. saying nothing's fun club for three hours straight. <laughs> I'm saying... You're taking breaks. Yeah, like you're watching a movie. You're having a club sandwich. You're watching a bit of The Walking Dead. You just you're having gotcha. breaks. Got, you you had me really fucking scared no. there for a bit. I'm, I'm thinking, Jesus Christ. I was once taught I feel how. Sorry to, for these. No, blokes. I was once taught how to use <laughs> these young bucks. <laughs> they're coming. I was once just like, oh, Michelle, oh, let me out. I was once taught how to use PowerPoint in the middle of a session. Yeah. Oh, so that's hot. It was actually. It was what very... was the presentation about? Oh, I can't remember now. Don't overuse animation. Yeah. Which I thought was yeah. a really Chilling rooting. It was a, just a break. It was a club sandwich break. Gee whiz. But anyway, the point is, um, I can't remember. Oh, don't use Viagra if you're young and you don't need it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Just want to put that <laughs> out there. Oh my god, I'm actually exhausted. <laughs> I don't blame you because you can't stay out all night drinking and dancing. So how the fuck you're getting a three-hour session and a PowerPoint shoot in? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get, oh, what, how are we filing uh, the old... Um, <sighs> what was the secret? What even was it? I've forgotten the secret. Is this the lady who's going out with the 25-year-old? Oh, yeah. 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 The- oh, fill your boots, love. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is secret number two. I'm late 30s, straight... I've had years of counselling for two abusive relationships. Uh, I haven't dated in the last 10 years. I'm reasonably fit because of my crappy genetics. I've had a heart attack in the last three months. I'm terrified of letting anybody else get close. And now I feel like I've missed my chance at finding true love and I'm at a total loss. Oh, that's so sad. That just that you're scared. That's mm. the only thing I'm sad about. Mm. Like I don't think any I'm not saying you're sad, but I'm just saying that it's sad that you're scared of missing out on anything. It's so hard to not know how old people are, but n- not that it should matter. Um, because you just you're never too old, you should never give up. As we keep saying, you never know what's around the corner anyway. You could mm. be 22 and things change, you know, COVID can happen, things can happen. So you just really do have to take every day, don't you? And yep. just take every chance, take every opportunity, just go for it. And I think as far as relationships go, you've just got to 
just go for it. If that's what you want, someone said to me a million years ago, if you want a relationship, you'll get, you'll be in one. It's that simple. Like if you just open yourself up and you'll meet someone. If you, you know, if you, if you want that to happen, it, it will happen. Uh, Ten years is a big, a big break, right? And so that's that's going to be a bit of yep. uh, getting used to all the whole things. dating scene again and all that kind of thing, the I guess. Confidence. Yeah, and things have changed in ten years, right? Oh, so much, yeah. I can't get my head around apps. I honestly cannot. I cannot. I don't get it. I can't use them. I, I can't chat on them. I can't. Men, I've tried them like three times. Men always get grumpy with me because I take too long to get back to them. And I'm like. That would be annoying. Too busy. That actually would be annoying, yeah, though. Like, like if, if you're the guy yeah. and you're like, would you like to catch up? And you're just like, three weeks later, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know they do. They get so upset. Um, so, but but all I have to say to this person is, no, don't be. The thing that really hurt me was this, you know, now I'm scared I've left it too late and it'll never happen. Like, never too late. Never, ever too late. I think to myself and I tease the kids all the time about, you know, when I'm in the old age home, I'm just going to be flirting it up like heaps. I'm just going to totally. be giving it Three heaps. hours, just going oh, for it. Oh, we going, girl, it's dinner time. Club Come sandwiches. on, 4 p.m. Let's go and have some chops and then get right back into it, Clary. Um, when I used to Clary? Go, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's not hot. No, oh, he's hot as hell. Is he? Oh, woo, once he gets I out. I feel of, like he's got the white bits in the corner of his mouth. Once he gets out of his diaper, babes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, but when I used to go and visit a lady in a, in a home and um, there was a lady there who was such a flirt. She was so gorgeous. She was just like, every time you, I went in there, she'd be standing. She was always standing because she knew she was like, just still had a great figure and mm. she had a dress on and she would be standing around a bunch of men. She'd be like, ah, stop it! <laughs> like that. She's just fabulous, just flirting and they'd be sitting around with their canes telling her these boring stories. She'd be like, oh, God, stop it! Mm. Oh! And I just love it. I'd go, that's me. Totally. Never too late. Alright, uh, what are we filing that under? I don't know what to file. God, I can't. My desktop's that bloody full. <laughs> okay, so we've got good luck you fucked, which is not that No, one. that is not that. I'm We're, just going to say just be careful. Be careful. Be careful not to give up on yourself, bub. Mm. Get out there. Get amongst it. Nothing's over until it's over. All right, this is our next secret. About eight years ago, I was six years into my marriage with my ex-husband and we had three children together. At this point... In our relationship, I was very unhappy. Um, he was a very hard man to communicate with and I hated my life in general just being with him and I wanted out. I did not want to look like the bad guy and I wanted it to be his fault. Mm. So what I decided to do is create a fake messenger profile as his ex-girlfriend and start messaging him. It went on for about two weeks before I started sending nudes to him. These were just photos I found on the internet <laughs> and I would ask for nudes back. <laughs> At the start, he did not send anything to me, but I was very persistent and he started sending nudes to me as well. <laughs> This went on for about a month until I decided to finally confront him as 
his wife. <laughs> he admitted to the messages and he was sorry, but oh. I wanted out. I did not want to be with him anymore. No. We well, ended up getting him. a divorce <laughs> and we both moved on, um, but no one has found out. I've never told anybody that I did this. Oh, you evil bitch. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's oh, well done for going through I mean, that much effort. It's a lot. It's a lot of effort, isn't it? I can't believe you never rang the actual lady and went, okay, <laughs> okay, Janelle, we're free and easy. We can really get into it now. And she went, what are you talking about? Um, this is just next level, isn't it? It's next level. Yeah. I want out, but I don't want it to be my fault. <laughs> God, this is a bit unhinged, bub. Um, it's a bit unhinged. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. It's, but it's, also like to, to confront the yes. husband and say, look at this, what you've been How up to, you piece of shit, right? <laughs> but then in your mind, you have to walk away and go, oh, I fucking did that. I can't believe I did it. Oh, wait, was she saying that... Uh, she did it. Yeah, I know, but did she... As the character, as like his ex girlfriend, say, I'm actually your wife. No, or, no, or she, no. the actual like, wife then went, I've hacked into your Facebook. Yeah. And I've, I've seen caught the- you. Oh, I thought she was just owning it, be like, ha, it was no, me. <laughs> no, mate. No, she's never owned that it. That was like a gotcha moment. She's yeah. never owned it. He still thinks that he got sprung. Oh, God almighty. The th- women, you, we've got to be very careful with us, guys. I mean, we... What do you mean? Well, I'm just saying, we, we our brains are bigger than yours. We're well, sharper. To think, yeah, to think of that kind of thing, you have to you have to really plan our that out, right? Our imaginations are just, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, you're really up against it. God, imagine being a lesbian. What do you mean? Oh, just the levels that must go on. You know, I'm fascinated by the levels. I mean, yeah, I mean, the gardening, yeah, that'd be great. But the levels of this sort of stuff, the intrigue that could go on in a lesbian relationship if you are both like, I'm going to catch it, I'm going to catch her. Well, check this shit out. So, okay, where, where does this begin? And like, like, why don't guys have this in their mind? And girls do, or you know, maybe guys do it. But like, oh, I just, why, why do more girls have this kind of in their brain from a young age? Because oh, you're more basic. We are basic. We yep. just want food, sex, and sleep. Yeah, you're basic. What, what, but what do you guys want? Domination, power. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think we, I think we need more brain power to survive, because men are physically dominant. So I think to survive, women have to be smarter. Sure. I, I honestly do think that. So I think in our, in our primitive brains, we've had to be able to – we can't physically outrun you. We can't physically dominate you. We can outsmart us. We have to be able to outsmart you to survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We have to be able to do figure out some pretty fucked up shit sometimes. And we are pretty dumb. Like, for example, yeah, like some, some, someone can say to us – Thank God. Send a nude and we go, all right. <laughs> <laughs> thank God. All right. No worries. Yeah. And most well, you go first. Most of the time we can skip around you while you're busy figuring out what's the what angle your cock looks biggest. Yeah. We're, just, we're using that to time just to escape you. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what's going on. Yeah. So we're just men are just a bunch of simpletons 
Roaming the earth. <laughs> running the earth as well. Ru- running the earth. Roaming and running, mm. yep. And we're just mm. skipping around trying to avoid you when, you, when you're angry. That's really the way it goes, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, he's getting a bit grumpy. Skippity-doo. Ooh, show Skippity me your cock. Skippity-doo. <laughs> oh, it's so huge. Whoop. Out I go. So, uh, obviously, poor fella in this scenario because he's got no fucking idea that Jesus. he's... First of all, he's gone through a divorce, which is horrible. Yes. But also... Uh, hang on. Isn't he going... He's going... He's like exactly what you're doing. Yeah. He's scratching his head. <laughs> Five yeah. years later. Is he going... He's still scratching... He goes, wait. He's going, wait. What fucking happened? hang on. And how come she stopped texting me? <laughs> Same time. But... Uh, it was weird. She changed her number. Yeah. This is just weird. Starts man. writing math equations on the window. Chicks yeah, are just mind. uses that Instagram filter to start <laughs> yeah. working everything out. Chicks are weird, man. That's all he knows. How do we file this one? Oh, be careful. She's bad. Yeah, I'm gonna say be careful. Your brain is too big. <laughs> um, you're too good at this stuff. Be careful. Because every now and then you do run into one who can figure you out and can figure some shit out and then you're in trouble. So be careful, lady. Just be careful. (laughs) All right. Uh, If you want to share a secret with Michelle, all you have to do is go to the link in the bio or you can click on the link in the link tree, which is on uh, Michelle's Instagram page. Link tree. Link tree. I love this, guys. I was able to send a text message to a girlfriend of mine last night that I was so happy to send, and it was about the fact that I saw her son doing something amazing and great. Years ago on radio, uh, we I did a phoner. I can't remember where it was. Where I, I, We said to people... What, what's a phoner? A phoner is when you ask your listeners a question and ask them to ring you up and, you know, just chat with you about some topic. And this one was, did you ever do something hideous when you were a child? And it was incredible the things people rang up and went, yeah, okay. And a lot of them were things they'd never admitted to before. Um, yeah, I burnt down the scout hall. I've mm. never admitted that it was me. Shit yep. like that, right? It was amazing. But this is the opposite. This is like seeing your kid do something so good. And this girlfriend of mine, I just thought, I wasn't sure if her son would tell her that he had done this. And so I thought, I'm going to text her and make sure that she knows. My kids and I were driving home from school, from picking them up from school. And I didn't notice it because I was looking forward at the road. And um, one of them said, oh, my God, someone's fallen over. And then they said oh, my God, that's Andrew. And I was like, what, what? And I looked and I went, oh, that's that's a that's a grown-up. So I pulled over and I realised what had happened was a very elderly man had fallen and couldn't get up on the street. And this boy who is in one of my kids' class and who can be a bit of an asshole from time to time, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. was standing there. And when I say asshole... Um, is in the kind of the cool group. In the mm. and he's not specifically a bad person, but that group can be a bit bully, a bit bit teasy, a bit mm-hmm. mean. Yeah. They can be meanies. He is standing there, this boy, he's holding this huge rottweiler, and I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure you guys don't have a rottweiler, so what's going on? And this poor old man is down on the ground, he's bleeding profusely from his head. Right. Um and this kid just happened upon him, just found him there and, and I so anyway, we we got, I was like, are you okay? Do we need an ambulance? And of course the old man's going, no, no, no. And then uh, there was a girl there as well and she said, he's bleeding. I think he's bleeding from his nose. And I checked and I realised, no, it's his head. And I said, we've got to call the ambulance. We've got a head injury. I'm sorry, but we have to call the ambulance. And then the boy, um, Andrew, he just couldn't speak. He was speechless. And um, 
I could see he was really scared and I think he could have even had a little cry for a second there, but he's holding this huge dog. When I say could have had a cry, he was clearly... He was having a very manly moment, actually. He really was taking control of the situation. He really was guarding this man. Right. Like, they they didn't try and pick him up. They could see that they couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. He's obviously... He said, let me hold the dog. And I felt as though he didn't know what to do next, but he wasn't leaving. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. He was just like... I think it had just happened, and I think he was just standing there contemplating... Okay, what do I and do? Processing. Yeah, just processing. What do I do? But it was very much a a moment of him taking care of this old man. And um, so I, as I got chatting to the old man, he said, I tell you what, you can call my wife. We just live two streets over and she will come and get me. And um, so I did that. She came straight away. And by that stage, I said to the boy, you can stay here if you want or you can go. It's up to you and I can take care of it. And he said, oh, I'll go, I'll go. So he left and um, the wife came and got the man and she said, I'll take him straight to our doctor who's very close, which was would have been much faster than the ambulance anyway. But bless him, they've got, they're taking care of their daughter's dog. This, daughter, this dog would have weighed as much as him hmm. and it was a very good dog, but it just yanked him just that little bit as they were walking and really yanked him over. Sure. Maybe broke his wrist, but it was so I got them both in her car and sent them off to the doctor. But it was so nice to be able to text my girlfriend and say, Hey, I just want to let you know that your son, you know, did something really great today and told her the story. And she was just like, Oh my god, it was so lovely to be able to contact someone, another single mum actually, and say, I just thought you would like to know that your son was such a hero today and he just was so protective of this old man and standing there with this dog and he just wasn't going anywhere until he knew this guy was safe and so I was able to give them an update on, you know, they went to the the doctor and all that kind of stuff and I just knew that she would have been in tears on the other end. It was so lovely. Mm. And she said, oh, thank you because I've had a lot of trouble with him lately and I said, you know, it's just their age, 13, 14, you know, but isn't it nice to remember that when shit comes down, they remember who they really are? Mm. You know, when they're not in the classroom being dickheads in mm-hmm. front of the other kids or trying to be cool kids or whatever, when something serious happens, they remember everything you've taught them. Shakes them out of that attitude. Yes. And they remember everything you've tried to drum into them their whole lives about caring for people, about what's important. Mm-hmm. And he did it. He did all of it, you know. So it was great. And and also, I mean, he doesn't hasn't been getting along that well with my kids. So it was great that they were sort of in the, in it together. As that's well. that's also noble of you to because I imagine you've got that kind of protective mum. This kid is annoying the shit out of my my oh, kids. Right. A couple of weeks ago, I was telling my kids I was happy to throw him into a locker. <laughs> right. But then you see something good in someone yeah. that you want to throw into a locker yeah. and you go, fuck it, I'm going to acknowledge this and yeah. I'm going to make that mum feel a bit better. That's and also, make him feel great as well. You know, I wanted well, he's to get that feedback, I guess. give yeah. him that positive mm. reinforcement and, yeah, make him feel, because I knew that would give them a great night together, mm-hmm. this mum and this boy, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't always get that with your 14-year-old son. Do you think that uh, something like that will help him grow? 
Yeah, for sure. You know, it's a great feeling when you do something good for another person. Positive reinforcement when he actually gets home and his mum says, hey, Michelle called today. Yep. I got a great message today. It made me so proud of you. Because, you know, sometimes you go through patches with your kids where you are just up them for the rent 24 hours a day. And you feel like you're just yelling at them or cross with them all the time. You go through those phases, you know. And so it was nice to know that they were going to have a lovely night Mm. where she was just going to be kissing and hugging him and so proud of him all night and singing his praises all night and, you know, because I knew they hadn't had that in a little while. Mm. Even, you know, yeah. So, and that we forget how much kids long for that, no matter how much of a front they put up, you know, no matter how big an asshole they're acting like, a 14-year-old boy, let's say, that really how much they do love a cuddle from their mum. Mm. And to be told, oh, you're such a good boy. I'm so proud of you. That Mm -hmm. is so amazing that you did that to help that old man and be brave enough to be with that big dog. That's a scary big dog, you Mm. know, and all of that stuff. And I was proud of him. How do you... anyway. Yeah. How do you... uh, Because I think there's also a lesson in this for people that, you know, you're wanting to throw this kid into a locker two weeks beforehand. How does your mind flick that emotion around quick enough... Um, to have that for him, just seeing in that his little short, face because that's quite a, that's quite a short time frame, right? Just seeing his little face in that moment, like he just looked like he looked like he's tall, but he just looked like. And I've known this kid for a few years, mm. so he just looked like his little boy, like his little face was just in shock and shaking a bit. But his strong hands were holding the lead of this big dog, mm. and they were close to the main drag, so like. He could have just run and got help. Like, he could have run and got a grown-up or whatever. But in that time, who knows what would have happened to the old man. Mm-hmm. He was kind of in the street. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the way that he took responsibility and I was really proud of him. I was proud of him. I just thought, yeah, you know, we have our moments. I, I don't know. I can't explain it. I just thought, good for you. Good mm. on you. This is... This is more like it, mate. This Do more of this. This is more. Yeah. This is who you really are. That's mm. what I thought. I'm always so, so shocked when the kids would come home and say, "Oh, he, d- he didn't said that." I was like, "Really? Mm. That is weird. That is not the kid I remember." But yesterday, I thought, "This is the kid I remember. This is you, mate. Mm. You know, this is you. Mm. This is you." Well, good on you, buddy. It's in all. Yeah, it's in all of them. And I was, God knows, I, I was an asshole when I was fourteen too. I mean. You know, we go through it. It's just remembering that when you've got a couple at home. Oh, it's hard. Mm. Well, that is it for today's episode. Uh, if you want to share a secret, we would love you to uh, be brave enough and do this. All you have to do is go oh. to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page. There's a link tree there for you to share it. And we will see you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.